Welcome to 2022 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. I am pleased to welcome Justice Jackson to the court and to our common calling. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson was sworn in as the newest justice of the Supreme Court Tuesday by Chief Justice John Roberts. Jackson, who's replacing outgoing Justice Stephen Breyer, is the first black woman to serve on the nation's high court. Jackson's final confirmation capped off a packed final day of the court's term. The court significantly hindered the federal government's ability to fight climate change. In a 6-3 decision, they restricted the Environmental Protection Agency's capacity to regulate air pollution from power plants. In a conversation hosted by the left-leaning American Constitution Society, Kirti Datla, director of strategic legal advocacy for Earth Justice, said the decision could limit the EPA from taking other regulatory actions. The court has taken what is the most effective way to reduce emissions from the largest source of energy-related greenhouse gas emissions off the table. The court also ruled 5-4 to four to strike down former President Donald Trump's stay-in-Mexico immigration policy, which compelled asylum seekers to remain on the Mexican side of the border while their asylum claims were processed. The Biden administration had sought to end the policy, and the ruling was a rare win for Democrats in the current Supreme Court session. The justices agreed to take up a case in their next term, which could dramatically expand state legislatures' authority to regulate federal elections. A decision which could dramatically impact the 2024 presidential election will come down next year. Meanwhile, speaking at the NATO summit in Spain, President Joe Biden endorsed a narrow filibuster carve-out to pass abortion rights through Congress. The most important thing to be clear about is I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law, and the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. To do so would require buy-in from all 50 Democrats in the chamber, including Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, who've been entrenched opponents of filibuster reform. At the summit, Biden also announced the U.S. will be providing an additional $800 million in military aid to Ukraine to combat the Russian invasion. Back at home, Representative Liz Cheney, a Wyoming Republican and vice chair of the January 6th committee, this week referred to former President Donald Trump as a, quote, domestic threat. And he is aided by Republican leaders and elected officials who made themselves willing hostages to this dangerous and irrational man. Republicans affiliated with Cheney's moderate branch of the GOP faced tough primary elections this year. A new analysis by Politico found an average incumbent House Republican locked in 88% of the vote in primary elections in 2018. That dropped to 62% this year for incumbent Republicans who've supported the January 6th committee. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Jonah Chester. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org.